Somebody gonna have to drink this shit eventually. That's, that's shit called El Culture Room. Mm. Mm. With a scorpion and a worm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga open, open up the bottle that door says, get over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I think the direct TV uh feed is, is tripping because I'm sharing my screen. So it's just not coming up. They don't want you they don't want me to share the screen. What are, you trying, what are you trying to do though? What are you trying to share? I was I was gonna play the intro to uh in the water. I was oh. gonna play that. Why, why uh, you grab it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can do that too. Um, but, but I wanted the, how it opened was, uh, was where I wanted to begin the podcast. And I guess I'm gonna call this like a reaction podcast. Sipping slow with Joe. It was what the people are listening to right now. On the phone, I have something that I don't normally like to do. I don't like to put two Shans on the phone at all. I don't like two Shans in person. I don't like two Shans on the phone. Because that usually means it's bad for me. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> you that's because you're so whack. That's, that's fine. That's fine. But we have a, a special edition of Sippin' Slow with Joe tonight because this is like a reaction podcast to the Showtime documentary. Uh, executive produced by Kevin Durant, uh, in the water, and it's a documentary uh, about. Uh, I mean, he didn't executive produce it, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, I gotta give credit where credit's due. This thing is happening because Kevin Durant and what's, what's the other kid's name, Max Kellerman or something, whatever. He executive produced it too, but more importantly. You know, uh, uh, Landover's own, Upper Marlboro's own, whatever you want to call it. Kevin Durant uh, is the reason why we have this uh, documentary on PG County. PG County, damn PG right. County, Maryland. PG County, baby. They they tried to separate it in there. I wasn't feeling that. You know, you saw that part, Sean. They separated it by four ninety five. Yeah. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. It's corny, right? Yeah, but I, yeah, but. Yeah, you you separated by north and south, so you know you you're corny as well. I just want to point that out to the people. But uh, uh, I'll, on, I'll, I'll eat that. I'll eat that. <laughs> uh, on, on the phone, I have the kid and I have Mr. Infinite, both Sean's, uh, and 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 both uh, guys that when I'm talking about PG County uh, are all about. Uh, I mean, just our what we got going on here. They know a lot, um, so. Without further ado, we're going to get to what you thought of the documentary. I, Sean, uh, I know you didn't see it, uh, but the kids saw it. So I, I just want to get your quick reaction of what you what you thought about the documentary overall and uh, where you thought they missed so far. I thought it was well put together. Um, honestly, um, I really didn't know um, or have any expectations of where they were going to go with it, um, except that I thought they were going to focus on Kevin Durant um, mostly. I mean, of course, they did They did shine, you know, and talk about his story, but I thought it was going to be an overproofed version of the Kevin, the Kevin Durant story, you know what I mean? And it wasn't. They, they gave a lot of shine to a lot of other players, you know, uh, Michael Beasley, you know, as one. And and um, and they hit a lot of different areas, man, and they, and they did a lot of history from from things that took place uh, back in the 60s after Dr. Martin Luther King's assassination and, you know, the birth of black basketball and shit. And, and, and I think it was, I mean, I know we're going to unpack all that, but I think overall it was a good documentary. Uh, it was a good time length. 
Um, I think they didn't oversaturate it with any kind of BS. Um, I mean, it was, I think it was dope. It was dope. It was well put together. I, I was pleased by it. All right. Hey, you're going to have to, like, there's, there's things about it that, that, you know, I may seem like it's crazy. I didn't know that. But I know, I know there's a, a maybe it's on some college campus. Wooten Hall. Wooten Hall is a thing. Like, uh, does anybody know anything about Wooten Hall? Like, at all? Like, after the. Well, I mean, uh, we know. I mean, you know, Wooten is, you know, to me, the, the winning this coaches are winning this coaches that, you know, ever graced any sports. You know, I think he had like, what, an 80% winning clip? Shit. I don't. I, like, and, I, uh, I mean, he coached like the Matha, I mean, forever, you know, for like 40 years. And so mm-hmm. he. Yeah, he I mean, the Matha was. Matthew was just just the epitome of high school basketball. You know what I'm saying? Not just, you know, not just in PG County or the state of Maryland. Just like this, like you know, whole country, the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and what, what was his name? Like, what's his full John name? Wooten. John Wooten. All right. Because yeah, I know. I know they mentioned him in the in in the documentary. Um, they actually went all the way back to like 1904 with uh, somebody that was teaching. A guy that that what, what doctor did they say in that? Sean, were you paying attention to that? There was a doctor that uh, that was the first black physical education teacher in our yeah. area. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't remember his name. Um, and that that was news to me too. I didn't I didn't right. know I didn't know anything right. about none of that part. Um, so right. that was you know that was educational. That they, like you know that they that they dug deep. That he went to the um who was it um oh man um I, well he went to some basketball camp whatever and he decided to bring basketball back to dc and and help use that as a catalyst for um young black athletes to you know get to college you know it was, it was right. a way to, you know get you know get scholarships and go to white schools stuff like that you know what i mean so um that part i didn't know i was un, you know unfamiliar with and, and that was that right. was very educational yeah yeah the, the ymca on uh what did they say? 12th Street or something? Yeah, 12th like Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that they went all the way back there. And and this this guy Naismith, James Naismith, I think that's what his name that's was. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, Naismith. It was yeah, Naismith is the, the inventor of basketball. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, 1904. And and this doc this first black uh physical education teacher who what they talk about in the document, he's the one uh that that learned directly from him, directly right. from Naismith. And it's crazy. And then he came to our area and like gave that out to, to you know, to the community there. Um, I, it just, it, that, that was mind blowing to me. That was really mind blowing. Uh, I, I want to move on to, uh, I, guess, I guess I should, uh, Infinite, I want to move on to you. I want to uh, talk about like just what you thought of the area. Like, cause you were telling me things that they brought up in this documentary before before I knew them to be true. Like I didn't know even Jared Jack was from our area. You know, Beasley for me, I did I, I really didn't know. You know, so 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 yeah, just go ahead and fill me in on uh, on uh what you've seen from PG County and and what you thought about growing up in, in the county itself. I, I wanna know that from you. Right. I mean there's just a whole lineage of players, you know. We we could go all the way back to, you know, Lynn Bias, you know, he grew up right, right in Landover. So that became, you know, the product of uh, Maryland, Maryland basketball in the 80s, right along with Jordan. Uh, you know, Lynn Bias was supposed to be Michael Jordan's rival heading into the NBA before he, uh, before his untimely death. 
you know, due to him, uh, the overdose. So, you know, you have that. You have, uh, like I said, Beasley's. You have Damar Johnson. You know, he was he was number one in the country, you know, uh, out of high school. He was uh, so prolific in, in basketball in this area that, you know, the NBA wanted to change the rules to allow him to go to the NBA from 11th grade. I mean, this is yeah. This is how bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is how bad the dude was. You know, the, the, you know, this was all over the. And I remember it, uh, being on the news at the time. You know, he was just a such a phenom. You know, he was basically the Kevin Durant before <laughs> Durant popped up. You know, so uh, you just have you know just, just a lot of players over the years that have uh, just made a name. You know, college, high school, then on to the NBA, and. Um, you know me, Joe. <laughs> you know every time we play 2K. You know every year there was a new iteration for 2K. You know I will always name the young boys. You know I should. <laughs> I damn yeah, near yeah. should have been an NBA scout. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because every year, you know, there'll be a new a new young dude on the scene. I'm and I, I point him out like, yeah, this you know this this about to be that next nigga. And of course, I did that with somebody like Kevin Durant. You didn't right. know who Kevin Durant was, and okay. the boy was bad, you know. Oh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so I want to talk about impact real quick. Do you think that uh, I know it's a Showtime documentary? Not a lot of people have, maybe not have Showtime, maybe not privy to it. Uh, do you think this right. did anything for the area at all? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Damn, excuse me. Uh, I think definitely. Uh, I mean, whether you have Showtime or not, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna pull it. They're going to throw it on YouTube, you know, pull snippets from it, put it on social media, and it's going to give folks in the area a big boost, man, because, you know, one thing that really, you know, stood out for me on there, I mean, it, and they hit it right on the head, man. You know, a lot of us, all we had was, you know, playing basketball, you know, at those rec centers, you know what I'm saying? Those, those recreational centers, like, really saved a lot of us on these streets from getting wrapped up in, in shit that we shouldn't get wrapped up in. And it was it was just funny, man, seeing some of those some of those rec centers that I used to hoop in, man. I used to go to run and shoot and hoop all the time, man. I used to go over to Pepper Mill Rec Center and play ball, man. Of course, the Beltsville Rec is where you know I honed a lot of my own personal skills and stuff like that. And and it was just it was just good seeing that and just watching it. You know, I haven't touched a basketball in years, man. So it it, got, it kind of got my 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 blood flowing a little bit and made me want to pick a ball up. <laughs> And go find a court and take my son. Nah, and go man, no, 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 don't, don't go out there blowing. Don't go out there blowing your Achilles, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, for real, for real. The last time I played ball, that's exactly what happened, man. I went out and I, and I, man, I don't know. I didn't warm up or nothing, whatever. And I, that dad gonna tore my dad on quad, man. I had to get surgery on that joint. So yeah, so you ain't lying about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get, him, get him some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. I, 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 I do want to touch on that because I, I thought, uh, and I don't know his first name, so forgive me. I'm going to call him by his last name, Cook. Uh, Cook on the Quentin documentary. Cook. Quentin Cook. Quentin Cook, yeah. okay? He's on the documentary, and he's talking about uh, 1% of, uh, of people making to the league. Like 1% of the guys playing basketball all yeah. over – the United States, all over the world, for real. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1% make it to the NBA. And, they, I mean, they inter- they they had other guys saying it, too. Like, they, that's, you know, uh, Kevin started that off. He said since he was nine years old, he knew. He was like, yo, basketball is my thing. 
I love and I breathe it, you know. Um, the 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 guy, the kid's name that I can't pronounce, Otototopo, Popopopu. He, yeah, yeah. He's he straight up said six a.m. You know, his his family was living in a car, you know, and his and his mom's would like. Oh, you talking about Oladipo? Oladipo, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what you talking about, damn. Yeah, you can't say Oladipo, nigga. Hey, look. This is why I hate two Sean's right here. I'm trying to explain, you know, one of the things I took away from Mr. Cook was he said, ignore that 1%. He don't care about the numbers. He don't care about the stats, nothing. Yeah. He knew, yeah. he said, I'm going to be an NBA player. And guess mm-hmm. what? He was an NBA player. And, and that kind of psychology I'm, I'm in, I'm so in tune with, you know, uh, maybe, maybe not 10 years ago, but, but this Joe uh, just, paying attention to uh, how people talk, how the negative that people talk to you when you, when you have a, a, a dream that seems far-fetched. Like, you know, everybody's used to failing. So if you talk to an older cat that failed before, he's going to give you nothing but negative feedback. And I've heard that 1% my whole life. And, and my dad, uh, quick story, Joe, Joe Gillian Sr. Um, would always tout that, he was told that not a, not a lot of people make it to the league, so why try? My dad was a great player. Like, he was a... He was a nah. He a, yo, I'm telling you. He had a shot. <laughs> no, his, no, his dad had a jump shot. Yo, his, yeah, he had... Even a, in his 40. Yeah, even, even when he was 40. Yeah, exactly. Papa Joe. Papa Joe Papa, had a J. Papa a Joe, J. Papa Joe he had, had a solid, a solid 17-footer, dog. What on the on the garage on the garage court? Or are you talking about in the gym? I'm talking about I'm talking about the entire time I was growing up. My dad used to play uh, across from what uh, is now uh, I don't know, like that Bowie State on 450 is like a Bowie State Mall, whatever. It was Bowie State Mall. Anyway, they used to play over there at the Rex. Oh, Free State every, Mall. Free State. Free State. Mall. Yeah, every every Thursday okay. night they used to play okay. over there and run it. And, oh, okay, you know, okay, okay. You know, some some nights he would come home bleeding. He loved basketball. Mm. He loved it. All right, he, all right Papa but, Joe. I ain't know that. Okay, all but, right. But what he got from his his father was, you know, black people don't make it to the league, son. We don't we don't do that. You know, got got nothing but negative feedback. So he just kind of you know put it to the side. But all he yeah. did was ball. All he did was ball all day long. You know, he he really mm. he really had a passion for balling. And he didn't follow it because of negative input, which he gave his son when his son would say, hey, dad, I want to be a rapper. You know, he passed that on. Mm-hmm. He's like, son, you can't do that. You yeah. know, they, those guys, like you know, yeah, it, it's, like it's, it, real course, you know. I, and so when when Cook says, I didn't give a shit about the statistics, I don't care if one percent I'm gonna be part of that, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I feel like that's needed in today's space. Like beyond basketball, beyond whatever's impossible. Like we need to, everybody needs to believe that. I don't give a fuck what you know the, the statistics say. Whatever you want to do, whatever you feel passionate about, I feel like you need to have that attitude. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do that shit, and I'm gonna keep doing it and doing it and doing it because now I have a real example, and I'll talk about Mr. Crank Lucas, who five years ago said I'm gonna do this. Uh, you know, I'm going to do this um, web, web thing. I'm going I'm to be an influencer. And, and the hate, I'm going to try to sell my beats online. I'm going to try to do these skits. And now five years later, Will Smith is rapping on his records. 
crazy. You know, that that's <laughs> that's part of that. I don't give a shit, right? Like that's part of that whole thing. So that that came full circle for me today. That's what I took from the documentary overall. Like these guys didn't care about the fact that one percent is going to make it. They wanted to be part of that one percent. And when you break it down to the one percent of uh, you know financial wealth in America. And you say, you know, you want to be part of that 1%. I feel like you should have that same, you know, fever about whatever you want to do, you do it no matter what people tell you to do. So right, right. That's, that's the biggest part of the documentary for me because these guys, they said about, from, two, from the year 2000, about 30 PG County uh, 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 basketball players have made it to the NBA. 30. You know, them dudes had a lot, had, 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 a good work ethic too, man. So I mean, they they worked. I mean, they they would eat, sleep, drink, basketball. You know what I'm saying? And a couple of them got lucky and had some. You know, of course, they were a lot of naysayers out there, but they also had um, good influences, mentors. You know, what I'm saying father figures that was like, all right, look, you got the skill, you got the size, you got the ability. I'm going to put you on this team. I'm going to keep you out of trouble, and you're going you're going to play ball if you want it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, a, and that's a big thing that we're lacking also within the community where it's like, it's not too many. Well, let me not say not too many. We need more influences, positive influences, because even though, you know, let's say I never made it playing ball, I shouldn't shoot down somebody else's dream that may potentially make it, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm. should be, should provide more of a positive influence to those who may have a dream, no matter how far-fetched it sounds. If that makes sense. No, no, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you through that. Uh, I, I know that some were set in a position to win, you know, like set in a better position than others. You know, uh, I, they gave Kevin Durant's story about his mother being a single mother of two boys. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. she, she went to bed not eating so they could eat, you know, uh, right. Crazy. And, I mean, always, you, you always hear hood stories like that, you know. Right. The, the, the father left, you know, uh, mother had was, to sacrifice at her. Or was killed. Or right. killed, yep. Or, or jail, you know. Right, right. Facts. So, you know, the mother had to go out there and hustle. She had to work three or four jobs. And sometimes, you know, especially if you have multiple kids in the house, right. you know, maybe, maybe the older brother becomes, the, you know, the, you know the, the parent, you know. Right. So... There's you know a lot of difficulties you know coming out of these uh you know situations we are you know we've been in you know as far as African Americans in this country. So I I just want to circle back real quick because because Sean said something uh uh the kid said something that I that I resonate with also these guys were hard workers you know they didn't just it didn't just happen magically for for them to make it to the NBA these guys were in the gym working on their craft when people were asleep. You know, like they lived and breathed basketball. Day, day and night. Day and night. Absolutely. Day and night. Um, so, you know, I want to I want to go to like, for example, I want to you know, I want to talk about the kind of kid that you can raise in the same household with another kid that, could, you know, they could miss that whole thing. Uh, just because uh, Durant's mother sacrificed for them doesn't mean that Kevin Durant is made. That means that he's a special kind of kid like. You know, it's not. It is. It is part of his her his mother's sacrificing for him, right? But then the other half is, what are you gonna do with that? You know, right. that has that depends on the kid. That's right. not. That doesn't depend on the mother. So Durant made that happen 
through his own, sh- you know, shit. I think I think we got in, in the discussion uh, uh, with the kid. I got I got in a battle with you about uh, w- what motivates a basketball player. You know that Jordan documentary said that you know his father motivated him and it was kind of his rock. And and I told you LeBron didn't have that rock, but that doesn't right. matter. You know your 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 influences and your motivations come from kind of within, no matter what your your right. environment is. So so uh, I want to mention you know Delonte West, who's also, you know, from the area. I wish he was in a better state right now, but he had both parents in the house, you know, and he ended up he ended up buying his parents a house. You know, there was a whole history like he grew up like happy poor. Uh, kind of like not knowing that he was poor, but living with various relatives because he was poor, and that got him into abusing drugs and you know self harm. And and in 2008, they did not diagnosed him with like bipolar disorder right. and all that. Um, but but that to say, he, his work ethic was there. You know the the reason why Delonte West was good at you know at basketball was because he was working every single day now what that did to him you know was was on the person you know like it didn't have any do with thing to do with mom and dad who seemed to have sacrificed for him you know tried tried to give him the best life possible but in the end it's 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 the person uh so i did want to i want to bring that home like that that resonated with me too and i wanted to take that opportunity to also tell uh the kid that you were right on that like each each individual's motivation to do this, this basketball thing or whatever they, they choose to do is, is, is mostly dependent on the person, not the environment. Yeah. But, but we don't want to, we don't want to minimize the, the role of the environment also, you know what I mean? Because, you know, and, and we'll look at Kevin Durant's situation where, I mean, he knew, you know, at the age of, it was either nine or 11. I can't remember which age he said, but he already nine. knew at a young age. Okay. Nine. Uh, he already knew at age nine he wanted to do this. You know what I'm saying? And he already knew the struggle, right? So, you know, the environment was there where it wasn't the ideal, you know, quote unquote ideal, you know, environment to grow up in. And he knew that's that's what he didn't want. You know, but he also looked at his moms as an example, like your mom's out here hustling, mom's out here grinding, you know, two, three jobs, not eating, making sure we taking care of, you know what I'm saying? You know, he used that, you know, on top of his own personal you know passion to play ball as a as a boost i guess to you know maintain his skills be better and all that good stuff you know what I'm and dna plays a role too you know he you know the dude is like 610 know, that does that does have you know play play a role in there you know what i mean but at the same time you know what i mean you know he is talented you, you got to work on those skills i've seen a lot of you know six foot ten bums that can't you know Dunk a basketball state of their life, you know what I'm same, saying? Same but, I, mean, some of them, I mean, some of them can't walk down, walk, walk down the sidewalk. Right, right. Oh, right. ho, ho, ho! I, you know, I because I was talking about Delonte, I had brought up his uh, his little page. And did you know that during the NBA lockout in 2011, he he worked for Home Depot in Bowie. Nah. Yeah. Wow. He worked for the Home Depot. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta 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 keep paying the bills. You know what I'm saying? You know, landlord don't care that that you ain't getting paid. They want their money on the first of every month. I told you he purchased. <laughs> right. I knew I knew he had purchased a house for his family, but I didn't know that he applied for Home Depot and worked at a furniture store. 
in uh, in 2011 during the NBA lockout. Anyway, I, I don't want I don't want to make this about Delonte. I just uh, you know I was I was looking because I was wondering if I could get any more information uh, about him at this point. But yeah, man, I you know I don't I, yeah I do, like you said uh, uh, like kid like you said uh, I don't want to take away from the environment. The environment does does uh, have an effect, but I think the the reaction is up to the the the, the individual. Absolutely, yeah, if that Absolutely. makes any sense. Right. You yeah. know, you can you can grow up in your environment, and your environment can remain you can remain sedentary, you can remain still. Uh, but the, but the individual makes that reaction happen, right? And it's uh, it was it was it was beautiful to hear, you know, uh, especially a brother say, "I don't give a fuck about your one percent." Like I'm yeah. gonna be part of that conversation, <laughs> right? Because because we're so you know because our environment tells us otherwise. Like your envi- his environment in that in that instance told him that he ain't shit and he's not gonna be shit, and one percent of the world makes it to the NBA. So I, I just think it's a big, big, big win right there. And, sure. and, and it was good. I mean, you asked earlier about the impact of, of the video. You know, you know, I think, you know, once, you know, folks see it, you know, I mean, we if you're from PG County, you're from Maryland, Perry, you're from the DMV, you know, there's a lot of pride in this area anyway. You know what I'm saying? But I think something like this, because our area doesn't get to shine like it, like it should get to shine. I mean, you hear all these other areas, like you hear New York all the time, you hear Atlanta all the time, you know what I'm saying? You hear, right, right. You hear all these, you hear all these big cities and you always hear about stuff. You even, even Baltimore up the street, you know, you, you, you hear a lot of stuff, you know, cause one thing that kills me is whenever I travel and they say, where are you from? And I say, Maryland. And the first thing that come out of their mouth is Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, God damn. Like, no, everybody from Maryland ain't from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, something like this that's highlighting the county, you know, the county specifically, you know what I'm saying? You know, that that is big. That is big for us, you know what I'm saying? And people are going to start, you know I mean? We already wear... Yeah, we. I mean, we already wear PG County on our, on our sleeves anyway, no matter where you're from, whether you're from up north or you're from, you know, southern PG, you know what I'm saying? Whether you're from, you know what I'm saying? Point low. <laughs> Whether you're from the nice areas of PG or you're from the hood parts, you know what I'm saying? You know, people, I think this, you know, once it picks up steam, is going to, you know, you know, exuberate more pride from, you know, from, you know, folks that are from PG County and, and you know, to, to be more proud to wear it more often, you know what I'm saying? So, and let the whole world know, yeah, we are here. Because it was funny. It was, it was one part in the, in the um, there was one part in the documentary where uh, they were talking about um, the high school that um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went to. I can't remember the name of it. And they were like 77-0 and 0, um, high school team. And, and they came down to play, um, I think it was DeMatha. And DeMatha upset them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and the guy, they, they, they um, transitioned to another dude that was talking he said, yeah, he said, you know, they always talk about how good New York is and New York is a great city, but every time they come down south, they leave with L's, right? <laughs> that, that part made me laugh, like, like, I mean, I almost f- fell off the bed laughing at that shit because it was, I have a quick personal story. You know, I went to New York um, eighth grade. Uh, no, uh, summer, summer eighth grade going transition to high school. And I went, I went to Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, right outside the Bronx, and um, 
to go stay with some family for the for summer for two weeks, and I was, you know, I was bored in the house, and they, you know, they say go go find the courts, and I went to the courts, and I was dogging them boys out there, dogging them, right? And they kept asking me, and they never seen me before, of course, right? And of course, you know, I look completely different, you know what I mean? You know, compared to all of New York, you know, boys up there, whatever. Right. And they kept, and they kept asking me, where you from? Where you from? And I kept saying, I'm from Maryland. And of course, they kept saying Baltimore. I was like, no, nah, I'm not from Baltimore. And I did mention, <laughs> and I did mention PG County. And they looked at me like, what the fuck is a PG County, right? And I was like, right, whatever, right? You know, but it was right. funny he said that because I was... D- Killing them dudes that day, and 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 I'm not saying I'm not making it sound like I was playing ball at the Rucker or something like that with some elite players. No, this is just neighborhood boys playing playing ball with you know nothing nothing special. You know I'm not gonna sit here act like I was some all star whatever. But the point was I was killing them dudes, and they were home with some L's from a younger from PG County. So when old boy said that shit about uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar's uh, high school, yo that shit just 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 fucking it was it was great it was great hearing that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, PG just get slept on because you know we just need we just need to mention like just people that are just in this area. I mean, people don't even know James Brown. You know the you know the, the sports right. commentator. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nigga, right. David David Aldridge went to Matha. You know what I'm saying? Right. PG this just has a large scope all around. You know, for athletics, whether it's music. You know, this, this major industries out here. You know, hey. PG's been doing the thing for a year. Go, go ahead and say that that line again. Go ahead and say that again. Infinite, you I lost. Pay your mobile bill. You didn't pay your cell phone bill. He ain't paying his bills. He got he got pay his bills. <laughs> I lost you, Infinite. I need you to say all that again. And you're not coming through at all. Nah, you you totally out. Totally out. I had to cut this out um, to get it back. What can I say? Yeah, but one thing I, did it. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got now, it. Now, one thing. One thing I can say is that uh, he did touch on the fact that you know nobody knows the comedians that come from here. You know, mm-hmm. like PG in general is disrespected. Maryland in general is disrespected because they don't know what kind of talent comes from the area. So I right. do think this was a shining example of, you know, when you're talking about 30 ball players in, in 20 years, that, that's a hell of a feat. And that's interesting, too. And, and, and one thing that annoyed me, though, about the documentary, and not, not an annoyance towards the documentary itself, but more on my school, the University of Maryland College Park, in the middle of Prince George's County, you know, they had a hard time recruiting these local ball players, these local local talent. You know, uh, with my favorite coach all time, Gary Williams. You know, I mean, he you know, he had a plug. few local, <laughs> he had a few local players. You know, and the current coach, Mark Turgeon, don't have no local players to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, but. You know, it's it, it it's it was shameful to see all those names, and there was a lot of ball players that were on that list. And I was like, "Damn, that nigga's from PG County. Shit, how the fuck we ain't get that nigga? But we getting we getting players from you know Southern California and and, and Arizona, and, and I'm like, hold up, man, we got these gems 
right here in our backyard. DeMatha Catholic High School is five minutes away from the University of Maryland College Park. You mean to tell me we can't, we can't, that should be the pipeline right there. DeMatha to Maryland, DeMatha to Maryland. I'm telling you, you know what right. I'm saying? And, and, that, and that hasn't happened. And it's a little frustrating for me as a Terp, for you as a Terp, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to miss out on those, you know, those opportunities, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and, and but at the same time, still happy for them, for them dudes, you know, to go on, go to, you know, schools and get drafted by the NBA and stuff like that. I mean, it's a good thing overall, just the Terp, the selfish Terp in me, you know, would have wanted a lot of those, a lot of that local talent to stay home and, you know, represent the area some more and, and, and bring more, you know, shine and championships back to the home team. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to bring him out of mute. Sean, are you out of mute now? You good? Yeah, but you're still like choppy. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with the audio. You have to work your Pro Tools magic. I I will. I will. <laughs> but but I I do want to I want to wrap it up with you guys. Um, I. Like I said, I you know I I told you uh, I told you kid I I got I got goosebumps watching this shit like yeah yeah man yeah. I mean just just there was just a whole lot of uh, just pride uh, in the in that documentary and yeah. I was really glad to see it yeah um, I think I touched on points about how I feel about what Cook said and the one percent um, and then overall I'm just thinking this is not possible without and. It, Oh, I didn't even know about that that facility that Kevin Durant got. You know. Yeah, I knew he had one, um, and I, I I've been meaning to visit it. I just I just haven't. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna take some some of the youth that I mentor over there, um, I, but I just haven't had a chance to. Um, but yeah, but I knew he was doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that's I mean it's big, man. I mean that is big because you know obviously he knows some of the places that he played ball in and, 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 and some of the outlets that he had growing up wasn't really up to par like it could be, you know. So it was good that he was able to, you know, pool in some money, whether it was his money or whether he got investors or whatever it was. It doesn't matter where, where the money came from. But, you know, to put that amount of money into something in the county for, you know, to, to help the youth, you know, achieve, achieve their goals, whether it's athletically or educationally, no, that's that's a big thing, man, and, and big you know big ups to uh, Kevin Durant for doing that. Yeah, more more importantly, it, you know, like the shit we don't see, it's going to inspire some you know nine year old themselves to make that decision. You know, like yeah. to be part of that conversation, that to be you know in in the gym at six a.m. Uh, working on their craft, um, and that and like I said, that's my overall thing. Like I feel like whatever you feel passionate about, you're going to win at if you don't listen to all the naysayers behind it, like you just right. do it no matter what every day. Um, and that's something I missed. Uh, you know, if I'm being honest with, uh, my story, you know, I missed that whole thing. Like I missed that self-esteem. You needed to carry that self-esteem to, to get after what you're passionate about, what you're good at and, uh, and continue to do it no matter what people say. Um, I don't know if you have any 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 two minute wrap up or anything you wanted to say on it, but I've uh, I've pretty much reached my my point where I'm like, yeah, this is this is where I wanted to keep it. I'm you know I'm very happy for PG County. Like 
being in this documentary and 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 I can't wait to see what comes from this. Uh, did you have any? Yeah, final I was words? proud of it. I was proud of it. Uh, it was it was um, high quality. Um, oh, we didn't even touch on the fact that they um, they sprinkled in a little bit of go-go music, a little bit of cultural mm. influence into it. You know, I appreciated that. You know, they had legends like Steve Francis talking, Walt Williams. I mean, we got to give those guys um, um, shouts out too. You know, for 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 participating in it. I mean, it you know it was it was. Overall, I give it uh, I give it a ten out of ten. I mean, I, I personally don't have anything negative, um, negative about it, negative to say about it. I think it was good. I think it was long enough. I think it you know it hit on all the areas it needed to hit on, and I think it's something that the area definitely will be proud of and will embrace. All right, Infinite, Infinite, are you still with me, man? Yeah. You you want any final thoughts on, on PG County in general? Yeah, I was going to mention too earlier about uh, just uh, <laughs> the Google music, you know, uh, just the music overall in this area, you know, the, it doesn't get touched on enough. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just an inspirational thing to uh, see uh, these brothers over the years go out and just uh, represent the county. You know? Amen. It's Amen. a beautiful thing to see that, you know, so we should all. Uh, take cues, you know, from from the attitude that they have to, you know, go get it no matter what, you know, to cancel out the, the noise, the negativity, you know, and, and uh, go for what you want, you know, and that's, you know, that's how we should handle life in general. Amen. Amen. All right, brothers, I appreciate your time. Infinite. The kid. The kid. Tipping slow with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Special, special reaction joint to this uh, In the Water documentary. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much for your time. I'm going to stop the recording. Bye.